You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Um, Sat here with Jordan Miller and Justin Wren. Justin, I think you've been on the podcast more times than anyone now that I've ever had. This Boom. is the third time. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, I'm uh, grateful for you. It's awesome. I love what you guys are doing. And, 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 you know, it's been a little time since we had Jeremy on and talked about him walking across the country for Fight for the Forgotten. And now we have Jordan here and you've brought Jordan in. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about how you guys got together and kind of what the plan is for, you know, for the future and at least for 2020 for sure. And you've got some big events coming up. Um, but... Let's talk a little bit about Jordan. Uh, Jordan, tell us a little bit about yourself for anybody listening. You know, what do you do? Why are you yeah. here? Yeah, man. Um, so born and raised in Oklahoma City um, and graduated from UConn, but I found a passion and purpose, um, I feel like, through writing, through music, um, whether it's uh, music or spoken word uh, and everything. And so... Um, but three years ago, me and my wife, we actually started a nonprofit called Generation Y, W-H-Y. Um, we saw a huge need within the school system, um, especially just generations in general, um, talking, dealing with identity, uh, dealing with purpose, and feeling like they don't have um, any worth. And so uh, we came up with this name, Generation Y, because we believe once somebody uh, any of any generation, any age, uh, realizes that they do have a purpose and realizes that they do have meaning, um, that we believe that your why is your foundation for your future. And so once that is solidified, that's the platform for you to, you know, your launching pad for the future. And so yeah. um, at that time, three years ago, um, we saw the statistics that Oklahoma went from 30 seconds and now one of the leading, the third leading states of suicide rate, ranging from the ages of 12 to 26. And so um, once we once we saw that, it's like we, we got to take care of our home first. And so uh, we went all over. And so I have a whole lot of talented friends. And so um, some of them been, you know, featured on BET. Some of them been, you know, over overseas for tours in Germany and Japan and stuff like that. And so um, being able to kind of collaborate with so many talented people, whether they're rappers, dancers, spoken word artists. And so whenever we first started, we didn't really have any equipment or anything. And so we kind of packed my lady's Jeep Compass full of sound equipment that we rented from Guitar Center and just went to every school that we could. And so um, really like, you know, offered even a super cheap rate for schools. And so we're like, we want to take this message as far and um, as wide as we can, yeah. and so that that was able, you know, for us to save up enough money. We've over the past two years or three years, we've been able to pay off two enclosed trailers, all the sound equipment, the lighting, and trussing. We come with a full just changing the atmosphere for the student. We don't want to come in there for an hour and just bore these kids to death. And so um, I feel like we do have one of the like most engaging assemblies that I've seen mm -hmm. um, traveling the country and everything. And so um, these past three years, we've been able to now we're not we're not calling schools as much, which is a super big blessing. And so um, schools are booking. We've we were been booked this whole year and we've been, you know, volunteering this whole time. And so uh, we travel around from uh, with eight to 
12, almost 15 people. And so, um, yeah, man, you could imagine just for one, the smell in that car, but also, (laughs) you know, um, but also it's like, you know, we are really, um, we just have a heart for it, man. And we want to see these kids, um, be able to realize that they have a purpose and a meaning. And so, um, that's, that's how we got started, man. And then, uh, from that, we, we've been able to kind of grow it to an actual professional, um, Mm -hmm organization, but then also, you know, been honored to be able to come under Fight for the Forgotten and super excited for, you know, what the future holds, man. And so we're wanting to make this impact even greater. Right. Yeah. And yeah. this was all across the state for the last three years. Yeah, but also we've been we've been out of state too. We've been to Fresno, California. We've been to Traverse City in Michigan. We've been to you know mm-hmm. all over, man. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how the word gets out there, but I mean it does. And so super grateful for every opportunity that yeah, we've been awesome. able to have. So naturally a great fit for you then. Oh, right. such a such a great fit. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite stories about Jordan and the team. He just mentioned it in Traverse City, so yeah. right outside there. Um, is uh, a girl came down and, you know, I think, honestly, Jordan is the founder of the most impressive but but really the most impactful uh, school assembly nonprofit in the country, mm-hmm. um, but especially for bullying and suicide prevention. And so there was a girl that came down and basically um, she was crying with some of the team and reached down and grabbed out of her bag a letter or purse maybe and, and gave them a letter and said, because you were here today, I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you know, that was her suicide letter. And, um, because they were there on that day, she's still here now. And, wow. um, so, um, I love those kind of stories. That's why we exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we brought Jordan and, uh, his team underneath us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I love them. They're, they're, they're incredible people. And so, um, they've together, we've impacted over a hundred thousand students live yeah. already and, uh, uh, millions online, but we want to, we want to impact millions in person. Right. And so, uh, Jordan's got a great vision. Um, I think this could go into a place that years down the road or maybe 12 months down the road, um, we could have, uh, more than one traveling team, mm-hmm. uh, two or three, but, but two and maybe have a, a tour bus, um, with trailers, uh, or at least some like Tahoes or, or nice vans that, right. that, that we can take a team with us, um, and be comfortable on the way and, and show up and the students get hyped, get excited that like we're there, uh, that they're there yeah, um, because sure. they're what they say matters. Um, they truly transform. I love how you say it. Talk about the atmosphere and uh, how you guys change that for the schools. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, I, I love it because, like, everybody, for one, we're, we've got variety of age groups too so um people that just graduated high school all the way to you know 30 years old but like we're all engaging once the students come in you're high-fiving kids you're like getting them excited and stuff mm-hmm. and it's crazy because like their demeanor you know they walk into an assembly and they're like ah, i'm just here to you know check something off my list or do something that the teacher tells me to do or anything like that right but they're like, not expecting what you're gonna exactly give them yeah. exactly and then through through that whole 45 minutes to an hour long session you just see like slowly their walls start to break down you know um because we not only are like we performers but we break it up with our testimonies with our talking points and everything like that and so um with that is like you just see a student go from like 
okay, I'm super hard. Nobody can get through to me. So at the end, you could be doing, you know, at the very end, we do a big gathering where we kind of get everybody involved into doing one thing together. And it's kind of this, the visual of the same motion and like one mind, one body mm-hmm. of, of people doing the same thing can impact a multitude of people. So once we do that, it's like at, by the end of that, we have 50 to 100 kids just coming up to us, taking pictures or asking us, how do you do what you do and um, everything like that. And so for us, is we just visually right, right up front, you see that connection. And so um, that's just what keeps us going, man. Yeah. So. so tell me about like the process of when you're there. Like, so you come in, you do an assembly. You know, yeah. like I said, you you got a bunch of friends, talented musicians, yeah, um, and I'm sure you speak and all that stuff. But just right. kind of give me like the, I guess the the layout of it. Yeah, so um, we're actually on this Wednesday. We're going to um, a, a high school in Hilden, Hildenton, um, Oklahoma, and. Um, so first off, it's two hours away. <laughs> so we've got to leave super, super early. And then uh, not only that, we we get there at least an hour and a half before everything. And then uh, we're setting up and getting prepared for the show and everything like that. And so and it's not just a, a normal a setup it's a you know we have we have speakers we have stacks uh subs monitors lighting trussing system um fog machines and everything and then our two screens two projectors man we we've got the works and so this and um, the, what yeah. i love about that is it's just it's just so different than anything that the, the students get to experience throughout the year yeah. so they're truly not expecting it. Um, the schools don't expect it. You guys blow them away whenever you go in there because they're setting all this up, tearing it down. The teachers don't have to do anything. The staff, the, the, you know, the facilities managers and, and janitor, like they don't have to help. I mean, they do it all and, uh, and, uh, for a nominal fee. And so, um, it's like, man, like they truly transform the environment and, uh, Mm -hmm. and it it softens the hearts. And so the, the music is bumping. Uh, they're high-fiving the kids as they come in. The, the Gen Y crew is dancing with them as they come in and in the stands with them. And, yeah. uh, and then they perform a real awesome, incredible show for them. Yeah. And so the kids just, they're, they're drawn in. They listen. Um, they learn. And, and they leave, I think, changed uh, uh-huh. better better than when they came in. So. Yeah. But. And our thing, too, is, like, everybody walks around saying, like, I want to relate with the kids and everything like that. But we want to relate, yeah, but we also want to connect. Right. Because we believe that, you know, once the words are that we're saying, if it's just, like, okay, it's relatable, cool. But, like, did you connect with the kid? You yeah, because it's not just for that, however long you're there. It's, right. it's like I said, it's how, how can we keep these kids engaged and yeah. build a community for a longer time. Right? Exactly. And so these students, like, we've seen a couple of schools, even the leadership programs that are there, they get ins- inspired and fired up. So, like, we've seen some students take their leadership groups and actually change the the culture, change the conversations, and change how their environment is within their schools. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's our motive, is not to just motivate somebody, is to inspire somebody. And so I heard a quote, is like, uh, inspiring is actually pulling good what's already in you, the good that's already in you, you know? And so, um, 
and motivating is just pushing somebody to do good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's our thing, man. We want to inspire somebody by the time that they walk in to the time that they leave. It's like they're a whole different person. And they yeah. just, just the viewpoints, because we come in with a multi-culture, multi-talented, multi-racial um, and everything like that type of team. And for us to come in unified, I mm-hmm. want that to be an example for the students to be like, it doesn't matter what these kids next to me look like. It doesn't matter what they, the home background that they come from is like, I, I'm inspired to impact the, with the people that are around me. Right. So. I love it. They're, they're, they're purposefully diverse. Um, and then uh, in that, they have powerful stories of their own. Like if you had to kind of break down, like you guys do a dance or a song and then someone breaks out with a topic of this or yeah. that, or I mean like some of their background, their stories and just a snippet, like mm. five seconds, but, but Nakira's or, yeah. or Tristan's or yours, like, yeah. um, you guys being able to share that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like that, that's why, that's why I feel like it makes the team more empowerful, mm-hmm. um, empowerful, powerful. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's cause like even, um, this guy that is the head chore- choreographer of our team, Josh, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's, he's just got for one, not only a story, but like his talent, his work ethic and everything like that and I feel like you know what I'm saying for a group like this to come in front of students they're able to see that type of thing and like he, he just works you know by himself and he's just a killer choreographer but like people wouldn't know about him you know what I'm saying but like he's even been featured on like some high platform um, like shows and everything and and he's just like a chill behind the scene guy but like for us to bring people out like that in the limelight and it's like yo this, these guys are crazy yeah. and he's influenced everybody that's on the team and it's just everybody like boosts each other up it's not just about one talent or one uh, person you know what I'm saying like I don't even post a whole lot about me on the social media because I'm like this is not just about me this is about our generation this is about generations to come or generations ahead mm-hmm. and so um, it's just all purposeful man and um, we want to create that culture that can bleed into other yeah. um, other cultures too so yeah Justin, how uh, how did you kind of become aware of what Jordan's doing, and then how did you guys meet? Yeah, um, so we've actually known of each other for a while. I'm not sure how long I've known of Generation Y, but uh, I really leaned in whenever I heard about Raiden. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, whenever they heard about, they hit me up about Raiden. Mm-hmm. So um, I was in contact with Raiden and started a campaign for people that don't know. It's called Stand With Raiden. And... Um, it's a young boy. Now he's 13, uh, but he's a big boy. Uh, he was kind of like I was. I see a lot of myself in him. Um, and I grew up getting very heavily bullied, and Raiden did as well. Uh, from 9 years old to 13 years old, he's been um, suicidal uh, or, or at times um, thinking about it because kids at school told him you should just kill yourself. Well, that's what I was told at school. Um, but he's got special needs in a way that he's got autism, so he's basically 13 on a a third grade level um, because of his autism, because uh, being deaf in the right ear, diabetes, and just a lot of health challenges um, and and learning disabilities. Um, But he gets picked on, so he's beat up at school two days in a row, or at least at the bus stop, and then in the bathroom at school, was given a concussion, had a black eye, bloody nose, a busted lip, Um, and I was at the doctor with him when he was diagnosed with a concussion. Well, that's actually kind of... 
Jordan's hometown, Yukon, Oklahoma, where he lives now. Um, and so Generation Y was wanting to do something at the school. We still want to do something at the school. And Governor Stitt wants to do something at the school with us, our crew. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then um, uh, I started watching what they were doing and then um, and then just followed on social media, saw that they're fun. They're engaging, like they're not putting the kids to sleep. Like the kids are super stoked that they're there. Yeah. And that's rare yeah, whenever you're doing a, a school assembly. Um, right, because everyone with this level of production and level of work is off doing something else, making money and yeah. living their life. They're yeah, not throwing time. it back into mm-hmm. what Jordan's doing. Right. right. Yeah. So it was really impressive. Yeah. Um, and to know that they were hustling, doing this on uh, basically a volunteer, I mean, all volunteer basis, yeah. uh, the whole team. It's like, man, but to make this sustainable, like, how are we going to do that? Where they've been running and gunning, doing this once a week at least um, for three years now and uh, and taking off work, making sacrifices professionally for their families. It's like, man, we got to we got to make this into something real. Um, And it was real, but like take it to the next level. Um, And so, uh, yeah, uh, Jordan hit me up, but I. Did I reach back out to you and say, let's get together? He was dodging me the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you, yeah, you did. And, like, just that's what we were inspired by, too, because, like, whenever we heard the story about Raiden, uh, or actually just saw the video at first, mm-hmm. um, my cousin that actually has a, um, a son that goes to or UConn Middle School as well, um, he's been he's he's uh, legally blind, and he gets bullied as well. And uh, But anyway, he... Um, she found out about the story, sent us the video and everything like that. And so, um, I was like, okay, cool. I want to, let's do an assembly. Let's do something to make this kid feel loved and everything. And then this guy come like three days later, I see this dude, like just blasting everything. He's like, Hey, I'm taking him to the NFL yeah. game. I'm doing this, this, and I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> he overdid us. So, you know, um, so anyway, I was just, I just reached out to him and direct messaged him and say, Hey man, yeah. I really respect and, um, you know, honor what you're doing. Cause like, I mean, we had an idea about doing something, but you, you did it above and beyond. And so I really respect that. I appreciate right. you doing that. And so, um, anyway, from that, that's whenever he was, you know, trying to hit, uh, we connected like yeah. that. And so we first met and then uh, related because we're only children. But <laughs> but also, it was yeah. like, you know, our heart is for um, seeing life change. Um, so that's where, you know, we kind of yeah. hit it off through that. So Yeah. And then uh, what's kind of cool to come full circle is Susan, who is oh, yeah. the operations manager of Fight for the Forgotten. We call her the miraculous operations manager because she's the Fight for the Forgotten M-O-M. She's the mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim, her her husband, is the DAD, director and development. Anyways, they've been second parents to me for six years now, more than six. And um, <clears throat> I guess uh, three years ago. Uh, Susan actually told Jordan about Fight for the Forgotten and about me, and so he's been following the story. And for him to come back in, he started telling that story of how whenever he started following me was because someone told him uh, about us, and well, it was actually Susan. And so now he's on staff, um, and Susan's on staff, and it's just really cool to see how it all came together. Yeah, that was three years. If she never told me about Justin three years ago, I wouldn't have followed him. Right. You know, and so just seeing his whole story from then to now is like, it's definitely like a, a full circle thing. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. and, and and us coming together, we we, yeah, we want to. We want to both take 
the work that we do in the Congo and in Uganda for the pygmies, the world's most bullied people to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but man, um, Oklahoma, just to remind people, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, like we're, we're, that I was on, it's number one in the country for ACEs. So the adverse childhood experience survey, yeah. we are the, the number one, but not in a good way. That's, that's the worst in the country for adverse childhood experiences. Um, and then Oklahoma, mm-hmm youth, um, grades nine through 12, at least, uh, 28.9% are dealing with depression. Uh, 15.1% are dealing with seriously contemplating suicide, suicidal ideation. 7.4% of our Oklahoma students in high school have admitted to actually attempting uh, suicide. Um, and so it's, it's brutal. We have the worst, I think, child abuse, worst, uh, domestic violence, uh, second for drug and alcohol abuse, third for incarceration, um, first in female incarceration, though, 85% of our women behind bars are mothers. Um, and I think we're number one for divorce. So there's just these, these things that if you have, uh, a few of these, every one of them is tough to go through, but if you have a few of them on a scale, like whenever you have four or more, you are 15 times more likely to commit suicide in your life. Yeah. Well, um, I spoke at an elementary school this year that 64% of their students had already had four or more ACEs. So, um, you know, the, the, the chips are stacked up against us, but like, all we got to do, I believe, is put love and compassion in action mm-hmm. and help people discover their why. Yeah. Um, to knock out bullying worldwide, to defeat hate with love, and to, um, yeah, inspire this next generation. So in the years to come, we're going to have uh, an awesome app uh, or online mobile, and, and we're going to build a media team, and hopefully, maybe you've inspired us, Mike, to start a podcast of our own. Yeah, definitely need to do that. Um, right. We could do seasons, maybe. I, yeah. I think maybe that's something we can talk about with you, but like a season of bullying, a season uh-huh. of suicide prevention, a yeah. season of uh, drug and alcohol abuse, right. or, or just recovery, um, and just take the tackle these different topics, mm-hmm. and then they can live online and be a resource to these students, yeah. but do it in a fun, engaging way with powerful stories and uh great conversations yeah definitely and in the previous podcast that we've done the first one we did was episode 21 and then the one we did with jeremy uh is episode 76 so for people listening you want to go back and listen to those uh and in i know in the first one we spoke about um and kind of what you said with the seasons is the bullying prevention program that you you have and the curriculum and all that kind of stuff which like i said all the the seasons could definitely be um, you know, through we can just go through the curriculum basically for the podcast and have seasons on that for sure. Um, give us an update because I think when we were here with Jeremy, um, you know, you were you were starting talking to Raiden and all that kind of stuff was kind of coming about because I want to. I remember you said you were in the uh, you were in the chambers at the time, right? You were in the oh, yeah. that was about the kind of same time, and you said that you'd kind of met him and brought him in because he got diagnosed and was concussed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in that time, I mean, no doubt that, you know, Five for the Forgotten has changed his family's life for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and others around giving others hope with the same problems, same issues from bullying, stuff like that. Give us a little update on kind of, you know, how he's doing, how's the family doing, yeah. Yeah. and, you know, moving forward. Well, we were with him on Saturday, and since... Uh, how, how far away do they live from your home, probably? <laughs> like eight minutes. Eight minutes, yeah. okay. Yeah. So they're like in the same town, and... Yeah. Um, so Jordan's been impactful in his life, uh, and we want to, like what happened with me when I was 13 years old, 
and depressed and suicidal. Um, you know, I was very blessed to have some mentors, which were coaches that came into my life. And the one coach saw it and he started to surround me with great leaders that were students my age. Um, but then other mentors, coaches, parents, um, and that's kind of what we're in the process of doing for, for Raiden and for Brock, his little brother is surround their family with like people that can, um, believe in them, encourage them, uh, Gen Y's statement to gas him up, <laughs> to, you know, to gas him up and yeah. uh, with encouragement, with love, yeah. um, with good, good stuff. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, we, I don't, I don't think I had gone to LA yet with him. You hadn't. Uh, so mm-hmm. we took him to LA his first time in a plane. He was, uh, upgraded to first class his first time seeing the Hollywood sign or seeing the beach. You know, um, it was uh, from a helicopter with Navy SEALs. I asked them so, in the truck to Saturday, I said, what's been your favorite thing of this whole experience? They said it's been to California and then WWE. WWE. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, WWE last week on Monday, this, you know, a week ago today as we filmed this, um, uh, we got to go backstage with the WWE with, you know, some of his favorite wrestlers. And so many people made him videos. Terry Crews, Sarah Silverman, Catherine Winnick from from Vikings. Uh, uh, and we did a three-part series on my Instagram and AJ Buckley's. Uh, and it's on our YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. But it's probably be- best and easiest to find on our, our Instagram. But um, it's my most three most recent ones, I believe. Uh, but it's all these people just loving on him. And we had a surprise birthday party for me. Well, first we went to Disneyland. Then we went to, uh, the first time to the beach was with world champion surfers. Yeah. Uh, first time. You had a fist. That was your, you was my first surf. time surfing yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then medieval times he got to go through, they were, he was squire Raiden and then he got to go and the queen watched him go through night training. Then, then she came out and said, sir Raiden, or I've seen you training. Uh, <laughs> it's time to get knighted. And he got on his knee and the way that he took it so seriously. Um, yeah. Kelly Slater Kelly made him Slater a video. video. Them, yeah. Um, uh, so many people from his favorite show. Uh, he's about to complete 40 dives uh, at an incredible place. I got to give him some props. Oklahoma Oasis. Uh, H-Bot in Edmond off 2nd and Bryant over by OU Medical or the hospital there close to UCO. They've really taken great care of Raiden. He's about to celebrate his 40th dive, um, which is what he needs for his concussion. Yeah. And uh, and he might do some more because they're even seeing it helping him with his autism. I mean, wow. he's, he's, he's able to read better, mm-hmm. um, study harder, stay more focused in class, sleeps better than he's ever slept. Um, and so there's been some really positive improvements, not just recovery from the concussion, but like it's when you flood your brain with oxygen and you get better blood flow than ever, like that's healing. Yeah. And, and it, it's, um, so even his ADD is getting better, his focus is better. Um, so anyways, uh, but watching him in the tank or me going in the tank with him, if, if, if we're there together on the schedule, which I've been there at least 24 times with him, uh, yeah. cause I've taken him that many times, but or taken him, but, uh, he's always watching the flash. So his two favorite characters from the flash made him videos. I mean, it was, it's just, it was wild uh, yeah. to see all the outpouring of love and support being invited to the LA Rams game, uh, being, on the field, not just before and after, like we were at the OU games where Lincoln Riley reached out and uh-huh. invited us and Jalen Hurst to spend time with them. But, um, 
it was like during the LA Rams game. Like You're on the, the sideline. The, the players game. were coming and fist bumping us yeah. when they're coming off from offense or coming off from defense um, because they knew a story and they cared about them. Uh, so it's been it's been a overwhelming response. We raised over fifty thousand dollars for him for his medical bills, but they're about to put down a down payment on a new home. So they're going to go from a, a smaller trailer home mm-hmm. uh, to like a four bedroom home. Uh, and that's going to be awesome because uh, it's in foreclosure. It's a good deal. It's close to where they live, and um, and that's just going to change your lives because it's going to be about the same payments they're already paying for their their rental uh, mobile home mm-hmm. and the lot rent is just going to go to uh, something mortgage. They own. Yeah, yeah, something they own. So it's transformed. We got Danny, his dad, a job at Hudeberg. So shout out to Hudeberg Auto Group, who's been so awesome to me. And we have, uh, they sponsored me when I fight and gave me my vehicle. So, so grateful for them. But mm-hmm. they gave the family $10,000 um, and they started a campaign that we kind of came up with together called Hudeberg Helps because Hudeberg does so much in the community of Oklahoma City, Dell City, which we're going to go speak at. Okay. Um, 29th of January. 29th of January, Generation Y, Fight for the Forgotten. That's kind of where we come together for our first Y Fight yeah. event. Kind of the Fight for the Forgotten and Generation Y, mm-hmm. Y Fight. Um, and so uh, just, just there's been, Oklahomans are incredible. Uh, I love living here in Oklahoma's home for a reason, for a purpose. Yeah. Um, and it's because I think I can do more of Fight for the Forgotten than anywhere else that I've lived, whether it was Denver, Dallas, um, being out in L.A. and Vegas. Like, that's that's cool. And I can go there for, like, media or whatever, meetings and events. But just the heart of Oklahomans has really impressed me with uh, the generosity. I think if you actually study, I think it was in Philanthropy Magazine, of the 10 most giving cities, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City and Tulsa are in the top 10 um, for like the most giving cities in, in the country. So I believe it was Philanthropy Magazine. They, they did a special on us and Fight for the Forgotten, but um, there's just studies on philanthropy in cities and around the country and definitely Oklahoma. And, uh, and we, we even have the Oklahoma City Community Foundation here, mm-hmm. which is the number one foundation in the country, but I think it might be the world. Yeah. Like they manage the most private funds that give and they give big, you know, they Mm -hmm. made that museum, uh, for the Oklahoma city bombing, which is just immaculate. They do the marathon and they do so much more. So, uh, man, I, I, I just got off topic a little bit, but on topic for this is Oklahoma. And, uh, yeah, for sure. uh, I love it, man. So Raiden's doing good. Um, we were with them on Saturday Mm -hmm. and, uh, I just see myself, and then I'll, I'll, I'll share this real quick about Raiden because I don't know if I told you this about my mom. Um, she was a big brother, big sister, and she told me that um, it's great that all the work that we're doing in Africa, you know, we've seen, Mike, now we've seen 1,651 people transition out of a life of slavery and yeah. into freedom. We had our biggest year ever last year. We had 3,600 donors from all 50 states and 58 different countries. Wow. So this has become like a, a, yeah. a worldwide like kind of movement or at least initiative. Right. Um, 3,015 acres of land, uh, 62 water wells about to be 70 soon, um, and uh, four sustainable farms, 4,000 trees replanted. Like we'll always be focused on that. And uh, we want to expand. Last year was Uganda. This year we might want to expand into Rwanda. So we'll stay focused there. But here stateside, my mom was like, you need something. Because honestly, I was kind of taken out of like full time 
uh, there because of health issues and different stuff. But my mom was that big brother, big sister, and she had a girl under her named Jessica, and she mentored her from either eighth or ninth grade. I think it was eighth all the way through college. Mm. And she took her under her wing, and my mom took her and played tennis, but then she loved coming to my wrestling meets. And so I won a state championship in wrestling. Then all of a sudden, Jessica was a, a, a state qualifier. Then I won another state championship, and I was an All-American. Then that year, she was the state champion. Then um, I win the national championship. Then she's an All-American, uh, top eight in the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she got a full-ride scholarship. I go to the Olympic Training Center. She gets a full-ride scholarship to go wrestle in That's college. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so my mom took her under her wing, and you know she was under a single mom that was really struggling, having to work numerous jobs, three, four jobs. Yeah. And just hustling. But my mom became like a big sister to her and transformed her life. So my mom told me, remember Jessica? And I go, yeah. She goes, you need to find something like that to do in Oklahoma City. Wow. And this was maybe three months before everything happened with Raiden. Wow. And so I kind of had my head on a swivel looking for that opportunity. Yeah. And I was thinking about approaching Big Brother, Big Sister. Because um, there is a, a great one here in Oklahoma. Um, but everything happened with Raiden. It felt very like serendipitous. Uh, mm -hmm or synchronicity where it was like supposed to happen like this. Yeah. So I, this isn't a, a flash in the pan for me, or it's not just an initiative for, for fight for the forgotten or something we can use to, to, to be cool. Like he's like a little brother. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah. Cause it's not like, and, and stuff like this happens all the time, right? It gets in the media and people like, you know, with Australia and I know at the moment, Australia is the big thing and yes, Australia is really struggling, but yeah. there's a lot of people, especially companies or whatever, they're doing it just to be a part of it, aren't they? They just, yeah, we'll donate, but it's, you know, it's just cause everyone else is doing it. Right, it's right. not like you guys haven't been doing this for, you know, for the previous three or four, whatever it is years. Like you've been doing this for a very long time yeah. and this is right up your alley and it's in, a, in your backyard and yeah. it's like, we have a real opportunity now to help someone that's this close to us yeah. and show the world what we can do for Raiden and kids that come in the future. Right. Um, it's really cool to see. And I know kind of we spoke a little bit and you guys have been getting together and talking about the, the Dell City event. And, you know, we have some, hopefully one coming soon, right, at UCO and, yeah. and Santa Fe and yeah. Edmund have been a huge help to you guys as well. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what's kind of early 2020 coming up and then, for the rest of the year with the, you know, the, the Wi-Fi events that are coming up as well. Yeah. Real quick, uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll want you to chime in, uh, Jordan, but Edmund Santa Fe has blown me away. Um, for people that don't know, the Edmund schools do a philanthropy week every year, the high schools, and Edmund Santa Fe has their event called Double Wolf Dare Week. And so... Um, uh, Edmund North is called Balto, bring a light to others. Edmund Memorial is Swine Week. And the reason it's called Swine Week is the principal started it when some girl, I think, had cancer and he was trying to raise funds for her medical bills. And so he said, hey, if we can raise $3,000 or something like that, you know, I'll kiss a pig. And so uh, <laughs> that's where Swine Week started. Um, and Double Wolf Dare Week uh, last year raised two hundred and thirty-four thousand dollars for week. in a week <laughs> for Anna's Unbelievable. house. Unbelievable! And and for me, that is that is that is the 
epitome of two Swahili proverbs I love, which is if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And so 2,500 students coming together, knowing that they can make a difference, which is that other Swahili proverb. If you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping in a closed room with a mosquito. Mm -hmm. And so 2,500 people come together. It's powerful. Um, And so this year they selected us. It was the hardest thing uh, I've ever worked for with Fight for the Forgotten, besides living in the Congo for the year and all that stuff, like <laughs> and getting malaria and all that other stuff. But yeah. actual work, like um, like we had to go through an application process, a proposal, uh, you know, presentations. Um, that we I think we had eight meetings before we were finally selected. Yeah. Um, they, uh, a site visit, you know, and then a, a in person with them and a, a small staff, then the school. Then, I mean, it was it was very thorough, but it was because there was 44 uh, organizations applying for yeah. it. And so great ones like Big Brother, Big Sister, um, and uh, Make-A-Wish, and uh, Special Olympics, and these these mm-hmm. these great organizations that are also kind of the big dogs, because at that time it was Jim, Susan, me on yeah. staff, before we brought on Jordan and another great person named Kelsey. Um, so... We, we got it and we were blown away. If I showed the video, like you'd, you'd laugh because our face was, uh, our jaws dropped. Yeah. But um, they are going to let us go to the next level. And so together, February 24th through the 28th is the philanthropy week. We are looking for Oklahoma organizations um, and companies that can sponsor the event. And mm-hmm. you get advertising to 2,500 Edmond families. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, UCO event will be February 25th. Um, and it should be a UCO. And if it's not, the backup plan is we'll just use Santa Fe. Um, so please come on out to that. If you're listening to this, if you have especially high schoolers, uh, middle schoolers, um, come on out. Uh, we'd love to have you there. I think we're opening up to Edmund Memorial, Edmund North, uh, the middle schools that feed into all the Edmund schools. Anyone can come and we might even have UCO students there, but I'll be speaking. Jordan will be speaking. Um, I'd love for him to share his spoken word there uh, about his friend. Um, what was your friend's name? Wes. Uh, Wes. Yeah. Wes. Um, that that powerful story there uh, of a of one of Jordan's friends that actually did did take his life. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that sends chills up your spine and really gets you thinking. Like man. Uh, uh, anyway, so it gets you. Yeah. It, it's it's home. Um, and then we're gonna have Nick Santanastasso. If you look him up, I helped him write up a, a song. Um, yeah, do you hear me? And Nick opens up for, uh, Tony Robbins for every one of his events. Yeah. So he's a young gun. Uh, he's workout buddies with the rock. And one of the things that, and he's, I think one of the most followed people on TikTok. Yeah. uh, that there is, fastest growing account there is, uh, he's awesome. Uh, but physically he's, uh, got some challenges that he's overcome because he's got one arm, no legs. He was a wrestler. Now he's like this international, like he went to Beijing and Hong Kong and he sold out 50,000 person stadiums, just himself speaking. Wow. That's crazy. Um, That's an amazing story. No doubt. Yeah. 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 So he's going to be there. Um, Zach Bitters, who was on the cover of sports illustrated, who crushed two world records in a row. Um, the hundred mile run. And he just kept running and did four marathons back to back to back to back. <laughs> People, yeah. <laughs> and he's the fastest uh, to do it. And so um, amazing guy who was a special education teacher who saw those kids get bullied so badly, um, who I'm going to call after this podcast. Yeah. 
And um, I think it's going to be a killer event. The governor might come out with his first lady, yeah. um, Sarah. Uh, and we're, 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 we're finding out all the details. We'll see if Gen Y does something or not there. But it's going to be a powerful event. So yeah. open invite to anyone listening to this on This Is Oklahoma. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So say the dates again. It's February 25th. Uh-huh. It's probably open, doors open maybe at 6. We okay. might get started at 7. We'll be out of there by 9, 839. And uh, we got to really be out of there by 10. But, um, yeah. you know, it's going to be uh, seating 3,000, 3,500 people. Um, we hope to pack it out yeah, and uh, make it a, a, a deep, a fun, but a really deep and meaningful event. So all of us have powerful stories that are going to share. Um, and I really think it will grip people's hearts. Yeah. won't bore them. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll leave inspired. And is this kind of like the blueprint going forward of like why you guys coming together with what you do with the events and the assembly, Jordan, and then this one coming together for Wi-Fi? This is what's going to go on the road. Uh, this won't go on the road with, um, but the, like the platform will the go. Platform, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi will. Yeah, um, and Wi-Fi will be. You know, we're still formulating everything that's going to be, but I just think it's going to help uh, every generation, like Jordan says, but but especially our youth discover why fight, you know, what do you fight for? Who do you fight for? Mm -hmm. Fight for people, what cause, um, what initiative, uh, you know, what are you drawn to? Because we all have a passion, a purpose and a reason to fight. Um, and so why fight? Yeah. Uh, So it'll, it'll, it's got a, I think a catchy name and, uh, it's our two organizations coming together. And then, um, who knows what it's going to look like in the future, but I really think a lot of stuff's going to fall under the Wi-Fi banner. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. super exciting for sure. Yeah. I'm sure Jordan, the team is, you know, your team under you is, is it? Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, like I, like I said earlier, we, we've been volunteering our time. Like, I don't know how we kept jobs over the yeah. past three years, <laughs> but um grateful for them. But uh yeah, man, like going from asking off all the time to, now being able to do it freely, but then also compensating people, man, it's like night and day experience. And so um, our goal is to go from, you know, now we're doing one assembly a week, um, try to hit it on Wednesdays just because it's in the middle of the week. And so the students can carry it out for the rest of the two weeks and so, or two days. And so um, going from that, man, to trying to do, uh, you know, like a a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing. Um, And so, uh, but I could could tell you, man, it's like, this whole thing with just generation Y by itself is a full-time thing. Like, like even with our social media and our direct messages, we have students just, I guess, scroll for days and Mm -hmm. have, you know, hundreds of students just telling us their story, how much like, like some students really like the hip hop aspect of it that we bring, but some of them are just like, Hey, you could do the worm on stage and I love it. But like, they just love the, the atmosphere change for it. And they're like, there's something about you you guys coming in and joking for one we joke around with each other and so um probably too much sometimes but um there's a lot of times like these kids don't relate with the hip-hop aspect but they'll say like i don't know what it is about you but like your positivity your joy about life the things that you even joke around each other about is like that's what i connect with and that gave me hope you just being able to be yourself gave me freedom to be able to be myself and so like 
I know like, you know, some parents or teachers like will come in and they'll be like, oh, we got loud music and stuff like that. But like yeah. they're, they're even their perspective changes whenever like we get done and they see the students react to it. It's like, wow, you know, I came in here, you know, not expecting this. And so um, it's just it's just great, man. The whole team is super excited. They love Justin. They love um, what Fight for the Forgotten is doing. Um, and so like any way to make like I, I keep I'm going to keep saying it for a long yeah. time, but like the impact um is going to be even greater like we we're saying with the with the app with the app the leave behinds of our curriculum wi-fi and everything um it's just it's just gonna do something great for oklahoma so yeah it does it does look like we're going to be able to um get the curriculum we had that i've talked to you about and on the show about with the 12-week program um <clears throat> heroes in waiting yeah that's awesome but we've we've seen that there could be some challenges um, cause Jordan, you even have some challenges with time, right? Like time at, at assemblies and, oh, um, yeah, yeah. uh, schools, that's one of their greatest, uh, well, it's our, it is our most prized commodity that we, we, yeah, we deal with frequently, sure. but, um, schools are always saying we don't have enough time, don't have enough time or, or resources or people, so asking them to do a 12 week commitment for all the students, that's a big ask. Yeah. For sure. Um, and so. Uh, we might break it down and so that it's easier to navigate in public, private, and online schools. Right. It might be a semesterly assignment for no one um, to where we dare 12 weeks and make it a, a, a process over 12 semesters. So we could be with a student for six years. Um, and every semester, they're excited about the why fight yeah. Yeah. Uh, night or day or assignment, right? Where uh, they know we're going to come in, kick something off. Um, but then for every semester to come from maybe fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade, mm -hmm. that's six years right there, I think, where, um, is that six years? I'm not good at math. Anyways, uh, <laughs> to where, where they know that there's something impactful, powerful yeah. that they're going to be, that, that's engaging, that's going to meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. And it could be Jordan or myself that we teach the lesson online and they just play a video. Um, and then, and then they get their challenge uh, yeah. to go complete and to go rock it. And one might be go out and complete a secret random act of kindness, or one might be discover your why. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah. Make a difference. Don't bully. Uh, know that your life matters. So uh, get help. Open up. Talk to people. Um, just just encouraging students to, to think. A lot of kids don't have this um, being taught to them. Yeah. And their teachers get into it for the right reason. But they have a curriculum that they got to go through on history or something, yeah. right? And it's like, man, like sometimes these kids need to really be met where they're at right. and have a talk about life. Yeah. Um, so how, how can we come in and be that outside voice? So much more, so much more valuable than, you know, some of the stuff that, that they have to learn these days, yeah. isn't mm -hmm. it? You know, and like, and we all went to school, we all know the stuff that we were taught and we don't remember any of it. But, <laughs> right. you know, like I said, there's not enough of this life talk, life experience, sit down and have a serious you know, chat with someone uh, going, it's just yeah. not enough of it, is it? So, exactly. um, man, I love what you guys are doing. Uh, love that you've come together to, you know, to work together, uh, you know, for the same goal and big things coming this year and definitely for the future. So I'll try my best for sure to come out to the event at UCO and anything I can do for the podcast to help, you know, raise awareness or whatever it is my small little imprint in Oklahoma, we can, uh, we can definitely help. So how can everyone follow you and how can they get involved? 
Um, for the two organizations, we'd love them to follow Fight for the Forgotten on Instagram. Sorry about kicking you, <laughs> but Fight for the Forgotten. It was intentional. It was intentional. There you go. Uh, uh, Fight for the Forgotten uh, on Instagram. Also, Generation Y, which yeah. is G-N-Y-W dot C-O. So, Gen Y. Yeah. Um, and... G-N-W-Y dot C-O. What did I say? Yeah. You said G-N-Y-W. It's okay. Oh. It's yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll tag it. Uh, I don't know what that... For a living? I don't know what that, uh, <laughs> that tag is, but don't, don't go there yet. Yeah. We'll have to play it back. I don't <laughs> think I said it wrong. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I get hit in the head for a living, and I need some more oxygen in my brain. Uh, <laughs> hyperbarics. Yeah. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Uh, but, no, uh, our website's fightfortheforgotten.org. Um, also, pursue your why, W-H-Y. Um, and, man, just for you two guys, I, I really want you all to know that uh, I'm grateful for you. Oh, personally, uh, mine's at the Big Pygmy. Jordan's is I am Jordan Miller. Yeah. Uh, and But I, I do want you guys to know that I'm, I'm grateful I have both of you in my life. Yeah. Um, you make me better. You encourage me. Um, and a reason why I, yeah, I want to grow and, and help more people. So thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, thanks for, like I said, taking you know 45 minutes out of the day to, to come and speak here and, and just share the story and continue in this. You know, going to keep continuing to check in, keep having you guys on. And, and it's going to, I mean, I love sharing the impact that you have. It's awesome. So really appreciate the time. Guys listening, definitely go check out all of the links that Justin just told you. Um, I'll post all of them below anyway if you didn't get all of that. But um, no, it's awesome. I really appreciate you guys and we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, Follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.